Hey mates, welcome aboard to another edition of the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Daslow and sitting opposite me, as always, my co-host Carl Chandler. G'day dickhead. Hey mate, how you doing? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm very good. good. Yeah? Yeah. You're good? Yeah. You're looking good? Yeah, looking... thank you. Well, we've just eaten McDonald's, so we're as good as yeah, can possibly be. Yeah, we'll be. get to that. It yeah. wouldn't be an episode of the Little Dum Dum Club if we did not mention food. Yeah. Hey, I just wanted to say this up top. I haven't told you this yet. I thought oh, yeah. you might be entertained by this. Um, I had uh, a thing today where I... Can I stop you quickly? Does this involve a listener of the show bagging me out in some way? <laughs> I wish, but it doesn't. Okay. I, I think it's a listener of the show story, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a bakery and... Uh, Starting I, strong. Yeah, it's good. Um, and the guy goes... The guy just looked at me when I walked in and went, It's you. <laughs> <laughs> With no point of reference. And, and I went, oh, yeah, <laughs> yep, <Correct>. yep. <laughs> yep, yep, you got it in one. <laughs> and uh, then he went, yeah, what are you doing here? And I'm like, in a bakery buying bread, hopefully. <laughs> and he went, oh, what are you doing in this area? I'm like, I live here. And I'm like trying to figure out where this is going. You, are you having that thing going, am I meant to know this? who this person yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Whether, whether I'm a mate or. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then he sort of went, oh, can I get a photo with you? And I went, do you even, I didn't say anything. I, I went, yeah, of course. Okay. But I'm like, do you know who I am? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm always up for photos. <laughs> Sweet gig on someone else's Facebook photo file. But, um, so he's like, yeah, okay. And then, and I'm still thinking, does he, where's this coming from? Why, why does he want this? And, uh, then a lot of customers came into the shop and then he had to serve all of them. So I'm the guy just sitting there for no reason for like five to ten minutes waiting for him to dole out the buns and whatever he's doing. And I'm sitting there and then he goes, okay, now let's take the photo. And all the while he's he's doing this, I realize that he's not using my name at all. It's all this sort of, hey, yeah, mate, this will be good. And what else ha- is happening, chief? And I'm like, I think you're getting a photo with me without you knowing who I am. He's, I think he just thought, that, I know that face from somewhere. I'll just get this on the off chance that this is something. And then he'll show the photo to someone else and go, is this anything? Is this? <laughs> but then at the end, I'm, I'm like, oh, so good luck. And he's like, yeah. Oh, look, the bread's on me. So, <laughs> so I got a sweet $3.50 unsliced Baker's Delight loaf out of it. So yeah. you've got no idea... I don't. I don't think he knows. Yeah, there was okay. no reference point. So anyone listening, if you after a photo with Carl Chandler, the going rate is a loaf of bread. If if you have a picture of me and a loaf of bread, call in. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is great. Um, hey, uh, I feel like uh, our guest is wanting to chime in, and we've very rudely not introduced him, and then started a story that is rife for commentary. Um, we're very excited today. This is the first international guest that we've had on the Dum Dum Club. Oh. You may know him. Mm-hmm. From the uh, Tenacious D TV series and film, or this sketch show, Mr. Show, please welcome to the Little Dum Dum Club, Paul F. Tompkins. Yay! Hey, finally, you did. Got there. I can see you going, do I comment on this story? No one knows who I am yet. I, no I did not know the etiquette. Yeah, I did yeah, not know yeah. the Dum Dum Club etiquette. <laughs> we were in the clubhouse. There, The rules are posted up on the wall. Oh, is that uh, what that is? Yeah, first yeah. of all, no girls. Uh, of course, backwards S. <laughs> yeah. not, not, the other, not the other board where there's someone in engraving your name into it right then. That's the guest board. <laughs> exactly. the, the rule board's exactly. the other wall. Yeah. Ever, ever traded a photo for a loaf of bread? <laughs> is that, it's not very Hollywood, I guess, is it? Uh, no, well, in Hollywood, I, I, I will see in, in, um, you know, in the dry cleaners or in a, a, a car wash or whatever, there will be uh, photos of famous people up yes. there. And there's also famous, photos of not famous people. Yeah. And then I always think... Well, what? How how does one get one's picture up on the wall? Because for, you see the famous people, and you think, oh, the the dry cleaner must say, "Can we have a photo for our wall?" Yes. You know, because you're famous. But then when it's just like just some actor who has a photo <laughs> that uh, obviously frequents that dry cleaner, I think that 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 must come from. The actor, right? The yeah, actor must yeah. say, would you like a photo of me yeah. for your wall? <laughs> and I cannot bring myself to do that. That yeah. seems like because th- that to get that rejection from the dragon, <laughs> like, no, I you don't could, think so. Do, do you think anyone ever just accidentally leaves a photo of themselves in their coat or something? <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> 
but, but also, but a photo, but with also a CV of stuff you've been on. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So that they don't recognize, they go, oh, he is famous. We should put this up. Yeah, so they don't return the photo. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, all sign it. Code. Yeah, sign <laughs> it. Yeah, good starching. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, my, one of my great goals in life is to have a sandwich named after me at a restaurant. Ooh, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. How do you, I want to know how you, is it just what you're in the restaurant all the time and you get the same thing every I, time and they go, look, let's just. You're the only one that orders this. We'll I call think, it yeah, I think you have to kind of, it's either a sandwich no one else orders or you have to, I think you have to be responsible for it being different in some way. Uh, it's, there's yeah, got to be something yeah. unique about it. It can't just be, you know, BLT. It's got to be, if, if you are like, I think you, it's a combo of you have to be famous and picky about yeah. what you eat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to you have to be famous and cause a problem for the kitchen staff. Yeah. In order for you to get a sandwich named after you. Yeah. And that makes me think maybe now that's a badge of shame as opposed a to bit, yeah. a mark of honor. You don't want people in the kitchen going, "Oh, got to serve up the Tompkins." Yeah. <laughs> Back again with his crazy foreign delicacies. <laughs> what would what would be in the Tompkins? Oh my gosh. Well, um I do like a bit of ham, uh, <laughs> and then if you're going to put some ham on there, you might as well put some lettuce on there, just for the roughage. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to put you on the mm, spot yes. like this. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the weirdest, the weirdest improv I've ever been <laughs> pimped on. What, what's in a sandwich that would be named after you? Uh. <laughs> and uh, a tie. Okay, okay, that's that's pretty good. So a ham and lettuce sandwich wrapped in a tie. Yeah, so right, in exactly. A man's tie. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So that's it's good. it's low carb. Right. Yep. yep. It's fancy. It's, it's like fancy. and it's like a free gift. Yeah. It's like a, it's like the little Happy Meal toy. It's a little tie. If you to... if you can eat the ham and lettuce out of the tie without damaging the tie structurally. Yep. Then you have a free tie. You get your photo on the wall. That's right. And some places yeah. have those like challenges That's of your like reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, piece. Can I just squeeze this in very quickly while we were talking about like uh, uh, celebrity photos on the wall and stuff like that? When I went last time to America, I went to LA and my girlfriend wanted to do the map of the uh, the stars, oh, the stars homes and all that yeah. stuff. And we went on the tour, and I thought that was it was a funny moment. I found it very funny when you know you go into that highly populated Starfest area or whatever, and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like oh wow, Jennifer Lopez really does live next door to you know Warren Beatty or whatever yeah. it is. So it's like all of that sort of stuff. So it's like Jennifer Lopez, Warren Beatty, Diana Ross, um, you know uh, uh, Tom Cruise, and then it's like and this next one that's the house that. The guy from the love boat used to live in ten years ago, but then he died. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, this is a low point." <laughs> like, that was jammed in between everything else, and it was. It wasn't even like that's where he lives now. Like right. that's, a, right, that's right, the right. current house of a of an ex love boat member. It's like that was ten years ago. He's and he's dead now. Like that was the real toilet break of the tour. I would have thought. Do you think it was implied? That the house was haunted, <laughs> and that's why it remains why unoccupied. Yeah, I was—you you might be right. I was looking at it glass half empty. <laughs> yeah, I should have been appreciating the, the haunted map of the stars, huh? Did yeah. the guy? Oh, did the guy say the guy from the Love Boat? No, or did he say no. he, he knew the name? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's insult to injury. <laughs> yeah, I think that might have said that on the map, but he actually right. bothered pronouncing <laughs> his name. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I did the I did the Stars Homes tour when I was in LA. And it was quite a small group, and I became a bit of a novelty because I was like the only, I was the only non-American on the bus. Right. So we're so we're pulling up, and they're like, "Here's Jennifer Aniston's house. Do you know Jennifer Aniston is uh, back in Australia?" Uh, and then we boy, went oh past boy. Bob Barker's house, and they were like, "Do you know who Bob Barker is?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know who Bob Barker is." And they're like. How do you know Bob Barker? I'm like, from Happy Gilmore. Of course, ah, Bob yeah, Barker is. Yeah. <laughs> is that your connection to Bob Barker? That is, uh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's everyone in Australia. That's the only reason we know Bob Barker wow. is from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. That is insane. I, I know a lot of stuff from, uh, about America from Mad Magazine. That's where I've got a, <laughs> oh, lot, sure. of my, a lot of my American political history. And <laughs> but then you like think that. the names are weirder than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. You think they're all unfortunate plays on words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and how did that guy get so far in politics with that ridiculous name? Yeah. Yeah. Carl, Carl is Australia's leading expert on snappy answers to stupid questions. <laughs> you give him a stupid question, my friend, you will get a snappy answer. And whenever I look at stuff, I generally think, if I fold that, could that be funnier? <laughs> Are they, they're still doing their folding, right? Yeah, yeah that guy's are. like 90 or something. Yeah, yeah I and he's still folding recently. stuff. He's still, he's still doing it. God, Al, Jaffe. Al Jaffe. Al Jaffe. Right. And he's the same guy that does the snappy answers to stupid questions. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. Quite, I am quite the expert. You are quite the expert. Yeah. Yeah. People like will be throwing of... up to be like a fish skeleton. Yeah. That's another thing I learned from Mad Magazine. Yeah, it's like our toilets spin differently, and you guys spew fish. Yes, we we consume a lot of whole fish. 
Yeah, the Australian Mad Magazine, whenever people vomit, it's boneless. There's no, yeah. there's no bone in there. That's how you can tell the difference. I like with the fold-ins that sometimes you'd fold it in and you'd go, oh, wow, where did that come from? But then a lot of the time you can just see, you're, like, <laughs> yeah. that's, you, yeah, you're yeah. looking at a hill and you're like, oh, that's a face. There yeah, are big yeah. ears coming out of the side of that hill. Yeah, more like phoned in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and you would see them in the newsagents and you would see that, that people had already done the fold and I'd go, why even bother, man? Yeah. Like, you know what it's going to be. Don't wreck it for someone else. I remember as a kid being very careful with the fold-in because yeah. the magazine was precious to me yeah, yeah. and I didn't want to crease it yeah. mm. and so try, it was. It became such an art to be able to fold it without um, it being noticeable that it had been folded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like sort of round the fold. edge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I used to give them to my dad and get him to take them into his office and photocopy them <laughs> and then it'd be like a special treat when he'd come home with the photocopy. Did you, yeah, really? did you actually do that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I was the same. I was an obsessive like I didn't want to crease it because I felt like it ruined... It ruined the magazine. That both like. warmed and terrified my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite strange behavior and probably explains a lot about me. But I love that you and your dad did it, right? Yeah. Oh, I love that he did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just the image of, um, of my <laughs> dad. grown man as a, as a, as a <laughs> copier. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I was at the library a He should have been ago. just saying to you, mate, it's Spiro Agnew. Okay? <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> I actually saw it the other day. I was in the library near my house, and I saw a guy who would have had to have been in his 80s or maybe even 90s. He looked very, very old, getting some back issues of Mad Magazine and wow. looking through them and photocopying his favorite gags out of them at the oh, photocopy machine. Wow. It really warmed me. I was like, that's really, really great. Yeah. Wow. I just, I don't know. I don't know. What, what's he going to do with them? I just picture maybe give them to his grandkids or... And tell them he made a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I made this magazine for you kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He started his own zine. Yeah. You can buy that at a zine fair somewhere. Well, see, I, I used to be a proper big fan and I've got literally hundreds and hundreds of copies. And they're at do my, you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really loved it when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And uh, I collected it hardcore and uh, I put them all in a... I actually bought, as like a... 10 year old or 11 year old mm. I saved up money to buy a filing cabinet oh. to keep them in <laughs> yeah I have a you filing cabinet up your pocket money. yeah 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 not to buy comics or anything <laughs> to <laughs> buy a bit of metal to wrap Something. them around <laughs> right yeah like an idiot and uh, and now I've lost the key and it is sitting in my parents house in my old bedroom just by itself that's just a big piece of metal with comics in it so that's somewhere in an but empty I've, room yeah no no there's like a bed yeah, it's not in the middle of the room that would be cool so it's like a it's like a time capsule of like mad magazines there and, and you, it, i've you lost the key you I've can't key. get into it no oh that's amazing but, i mean yeah. because you probably saved up enough money to buy the super secure file cabinet yeah so there's no way no that you can yeah. get into that now no. like with a butter knife it's no. probably impossible yeah, to see if you'd saved up maybe a week's more money, you could have bought the filing cabinet with a retina scanner. You wouldn't have needed a key <laughs> exactly. and you could get in. Or I could have saved up an extra $2 and got a spare key. <laughs> yeah. yeah, either or. Yeah. Either or. Um, but we are uh, on the way in here. We uh, we stopped off at McDonald's. Yes, we did. Um, because you, you were after some food and, and we were trying That was to, the closest thing. That was, that was the closest yeah. thing, yeah. And we were, we were Carl made the, the big call early on. That he oh, thought this is gonna Australian back. McDonald's better than American <laughs> McDonald's. What's the what's the what's verdict? The consensus? Uh, I have to say, honestly, I feel like it's about the same. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. That wasn't a good batch. I wouldn't have thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's their chef over there these days? Well, the other boy, night boy. I got, and I'll be interested to hear uh, your thoughts on this. Uh, <laughs> this is a very interesting piece of timing. It's a coincidence, but it's very interesting to me is that KFC on Wednesday, mm -hmm. the very same day that the comedy festival started, introduced to Australia the Double Down Burger. Oh, which I'm I believe so sorry. has been in the states for a number of years, or a little about while. a year, about a year, about a year. Yeah. Um, it's it's the uh, no bun, just two bits of chicken with cheese and and bacon. I honestly don't know how it is legal. Yeah, like I really, I it it, it astonishes me that they. That is that should be a criminal act that they have released <laughs> yeah. this to the public. Of course, we think about things like that. Yeah. Of course, we all do. Like, yeah. what if I wish the sandwich was made of other sandwiches? That would be great. <laughs> but you don't act on it because it's you're breaking a certain code of humanity. Yeah, it's insane. And there's yeah. there's a thing. In, it's, uh, it's like an introduced species. It's like when they introduce like a rat into the country and it just eats all the livestock right. and wrecks everything for everyone. This is going to kill like half the population now. <laughs> so, um, Paul, uh, we've talked about food for enough. Is you that's enough food talk? <laughs> For one episode, have we filled it's a good our, amount. Have yeah. we filled our weekly quota of of, uh, of food chat? Oh, look, we can always put some more in in post. <laughs> so, yeah. Everyone can relate to it, though. We all eat food. Yeah, yeah. That's become our show. Just has a reputation now. For someone said to me the other day, "I love your show, but all you guys do is talk about food." 
Yeah, we do more. That's that's unfair. That's unfair. That's unfair. That's All unfair. you do is criticize. That's what I would say to that person. <laughs> See how he likes it or she. Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the iPhone game Tiny Wings, and. <laughs> I have had I people. I just started playing that goddamn game. Hey, so, but here's the thing, though. I've had people twittering at me since that episode, going, "Oh, now I'm addicted to Tiny Wings. Thanks a lot, Dasselo." <laughs> and to those people, I want to say, I didn't invent the game. Yes, exactly. I'm just talking about it. Like people, are like, "Oh, there goes all my productivity." Thanks, Dasselo. You're the tipping point for I'm Tiny the Wings. The, fi- the first time anyone's ever listened to you. And now it's negative. Now they're bagging yeah, for exactly, it. Exactly. The one time someone's taken my opinion on board. You know what? I'm on here every week telling people to come and see my comedy festival show. Why are people doing that? I mentioned an iPhone game. No one seems like no one really wants to be playing and everyone's all over it. Yeah. No one said, thanks a lot, Dasselow. I'm addicted to your comedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, boy, you're out here for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yes, uh, it's true. Yeah, you, you've done a few shows now. You're a few I'm nights. my fourth in, tonight. Fourth I saw tonight. it tonight. Oh, I very much enjoyed it. It was Thank very, Carl, very good. It. You didn't have to say that just because I'm sitting right here. <laughs> no, no, I did. I did. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you, you've listened to the show. Uh, I, I think you said you've listened to one episode. If you'd listened to more episodes, you would know that Carl, if he didn't like it, he would just flat out tell you yeah. to your face. He's got oh, no, really? Yeah. He's got <laughs> one of Carl's favorite things to do is hang shit on people. So Aww. if he had any kind of excuse. <laughs> There's an international guest here. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go home gonna... and tell Hollywood types. <laughs> And then they're not going to want to come on the show. Maybe you didn't see my international lapel flag. <laughs> yeah, that guy from the Love Boat isn't really dead. <laughs> he just heard about your reputation and went, I don't want to get Chandler in my own home. Oh, Captain Steubing. <laughs> <laughs> Did he die, Captain <laughs> Steubing? I think so, yeah. I thought he was still alive. Oh, I don't know. You'll have to take the tour. Too soon. I guess yeah. <laughs> first, first order business when I get home. <laughs> See, now tour. you're going to get Twitter saying, damn you, Carl Chandler. Now I'm addicted to looking at whether Captain Steubing's dead. <laughs> well, I'm. you know, we got pulled up from last week when I said that it was uh, Will Smith doing the rap on... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, apparently that wasn't right. Will Smith yeah. did the rap on opposites to track with Paula Abdul. It wasn't him. It, it was wasn't Will Smith at all. Something else. Yeah, yeah. The well, one with MC Scat Cat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just assumed it was him. Really? MC Scat Cat. You, you just assumed that was a real was person. A real cat. Yeah, I assumed it was. I assumed the cartoon. I, obviously, I didn't think the cartoon was real. Oh. <laughs> I assumed it like was based do. on a real person. <laughs> right, uh, a cat-like person. Right. <laughs> <a> feline. <laughs> uh, just a deviate. Are you are you a cat person? I like cats. You are you a cat? Are you, are you a cat or a dog person? I think I'm more of a cat person because uh, cats are lower maintenance. Okay, I would disagree with that. But anyway, oh, would you? This is cutting edge comedy. Let's get into dogs. it. Well, the reason I bring it up is because a friend of the show, uh, Josh Earl, who's doing a show in the comedy festival, mm-hmm. he um, turned up at the front of the town hall the other night, and he had cuts all over his arm. And I was like, Jesus, you, you know, you see someone with that many cuts on their arm, you're like. Man, are you all right? Like, yeah, especially show... during Comedy Festival. I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, like, been reading good reviews about your show. What's going on? And his cat attacked him. And the reason his cat attacked him is because it saw another cat for the first time. So it had never yeah. seen another cat before. It saw another cat and right. went, well, no, he, I guess he was I have holding, you, Josh. And he then was holding the cat, right? He wasn't. I don't think he was. No, well, just, come on! And the cat yeah. just leaped on him. And- yeah. well, I, well, I'm building that up in my head because I hate cats. Like that's that's. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm making it out like it's done the worst thing it possibly could. I have. tell you what, though, I do like the idea of a cat freaking out in that way and like having no place to put its rage, and then it turns on its own, <laughs> rather than. You know, it's in a it's in a fight or flight situation, yeah. and it's yeah. trying to get loose. But like, yeah, 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 it definitely, I don't like what I'm seeing, yeah. and you are to blame. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to take it out on the thing that I'm panicked about. Yeah. I'm going to go the other way. Who knows what's going to happen yeah. with that creature? Yeah. I know what I'm getting into with you. But I just, I like a friend of mine uh, has just moved house, and she lives with a girl who has a cat, and she didn't want the cat going in her room, so she's kind of tried to lock the door, and I think mm-hmm. the cat somehow got in, sure, and then just pissed all over her clothes. These just, stories are very. Scary. From you. <laughs> so what I'm saying is the cat found a key to the door, yeah. got on a little <laughs> yeah. shelf, opened the door, went in there. Do you think the cat made an impression of the key in some wax? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I, All that right. is my, I'm allergic to them too, so I kind of. Oh, so, you yeah. buried the lead yeah. on this one. Full, full disclosure, full disclosure. <laughs> you are where urban legends come from, these urban myths. You are the ones that are starting this. Paul, so, Paul, um, I was going to say, uh, uh, like I said, I, yeah, I really enjoyed your show tonight. And uh, I think I've said that. And uh, what I noticed in your show, I guess you talk a lot about um, your experience, your meetings with 
Hollywood types. Yes, it's true. Um, and they're all very good, entertaining stories. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's that sort of thing. I don't know whether it's a cultural cringe or whatever, but because we're in Australia it's so far away, and anything Hollywood is like, oh, what are they like? What are those guys like? So I don't know how to phrase these, I guess. What else you got? What- <laughs> You mean as a as a society? <laughs> no, no, no. That's pretty much it. No, Just Hollywood. Have you met anyone to that level of the Captain Stubing? Any uh <laughs> <laughs> Um I have met I've met a fair amount of famous people. I am trying to think Any um, neighbors? Any any Hollywood neighbors like a if there was a if there was a map of of your neighborhood, would there be there'd be you? Would there be any other blips on the, would, on the map? Somebody that lives very close is the uh the scary rock and roller Glenn Danzig. Oh really? Lives, wow. Yes, lives he lives in in me and my wife's neighborhood. Um, he's a couple blocks away, and he's he's got this house that uh, when you, when you see it, well, it's like he's got like a, a an iron fence in the front, and it's not it's not too like uh, you know the monsters or anything, but. <laughs> The lawn is kind of dead, and then the the, the there's shades in the upstairs windows that are, um, you know, kind of very specifically sort of askew and and uh, in disarray. You know what I mean? And it looks I can't help but look at it and think this is all on purpose. Like yeah, he wants yeah. it to look like a scary abandoned house <laughs> that kids would dare each other to go into. You know. You notice a lot about this house. It sounds like you're staking him out. I go by like every day, <laughs> oh, right, right, right. and there's a there's a there's a house right next door. That is in even worse shape. That I swear, in my in my mind, Glenn Denzig has purchased that house, and he's got like a tunnel that goes underneath. But that that house is even scarier looking. That it looks like it looks like a meth lab. Oh, know? cool! So, so yeah. you're getting on. You're getting. <laughs> no, but there was. I used to live next door to this very, very, very. Uh, not not that long ago, I used to live next to this thing that I had this conspiracy theory about that was a meth lab because. <laughs> Um, it was the worst, horrible, most scary-looking house I'd ever seen, and it was clearly abandoned. And mm. there was no door. There was guard dogs at the back. It was so bad. But there was guard dogs at the back. So you're like, why is there guard dogs? Yeah, guarding an abandoned house. Yeah. They're not. There must be something. But it was like one of those uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory things. You never saw anyone go in, and you never saw anyone go out. <laughs> but you saw lights on at nighttime, and there was dogs and whatever. No, wait a minute. What makes you think it wasn't a chocolate lab? <laughs> they might have been eating delicious chocolate and guarding it. And I never saw anyone go in. I never saw anyone go out because I want midgets. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't see them. They live in there. Yeah. <laughs> Paul, I like before that you were getting into me about attributing uh, like crazy powers onto cats, and then sure. you're sitting here going, "Glenn Danzig owns a house next to him, and he's made a little tunnel underneath." Look, you don't understand. I think about this guy all day long. <laughs> I think about cats all day long. <laughs> Your Glenn Danzig is to Paul F. Tompkins as cats are to exactly. Tommy Dassel. Yeah, exactly. we found our common ground. Yeah. yeah. So this is actually, this is your second time in the country. Yes. Uh, you've been out here briefly before, a few years ago? A few years ago I did, uh, like I want to say 2005 maybe, I did a show for Comedy Central back in America called uh, uh, The World Comedy Tour. Um, and I did a couple days in Sydney because uh, I was uh, quote unquote hosting it for mm-hmm. American television. It's like one of those things where it was going to be chopped up and shown all around, and then so like there would be a guy in in the UK doing the same thing that I was doing, right? You know, but he was the host of it there, you know, right. and then I would be just another performer on it there. And so I did the the host segments in Sydney, and then came down here to tape the actual show. And um, you know, I got into Melbourne, and and uh, all the UK comics arrived there at the same time as me and a couple other American guys. And um, so they filmed an episode of a show called The World Comedy Tour in Australia, and yeah. no Australian acts were on it. No, there were Australian. Oh, acts. Oh, okay, right. There right, were right. there were Australian acts, right. but it just sounds like a very baffling. I'd sound. say, well, I mean, it was the the English speaking World Comedy Tour. <laughs> there were some Canadians too, I think. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, you know, there was nobody nobody in a, in a kimono or a, <laughs> you know. It was, uh, <laughs> um, so it's not not quite the whole world. The, um, but the UK guys and gals. Um, you know, we all get in around the same time and they wanted to start drinking right away. And so we did because there was like this, this sort of convention feel of it's like, oh, we're all here in the same place and this will be nothing but fun. So we got drunk, um, and just like drank all day and night. And then the next day I was horribly hungover for the, for the TV taping, Mm. which is a little, that's not, 
I my priorities were uh, misaligned, <laughs> um, and it went horribly. It went horribly, <laughs> and so that was my that was my lasting impression of Australia was that I don't do uh, comedy so well there. That's very Danzig esque behavior yeah. of you. It's very Danzigian. <laughs> That's cool though, because I think if I was American, if I was on some sort of TV show or even sitcom, my one of my goals would be to make an episode of it down under. You know, sure, absolutely, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. just to transport all the crew and cast down, and then have kangaroos walking down the street and all of that crap. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, let's get it back on food for one second. Okay, yeah. please do. I went to um, that uh, the hotel I'm staying at is near uh, Hardware Lane, yes, yep. where the people try to uh, uh, get you to come in the restaurant, and then I guess sell you into white slavery. I don't know. They give they give you a really hard sell. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so I went to this place, and they they had kangaroo on the oh, menu yeah. yeah and i am not a vegetarian but i've 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 started to eat more vegetarian and vegan stuff uh in recent years mm-hmm. and for the first time i felt like a weird moral twinge about eating something because i thought I'll, I'll try the kangaroo and then i thought no oh, it's a kangaroo i yeah, felt I, weird about it i have the exact same thing with it like i i eat a lot of meat and yeah uh, but i'm never if i'm eating a burger or chicken or whatever i'm never conscious of the fact that i'm eating yeah, an I'll, animal. I'll eat a big stupid cow <laughs> <Yeah>. idiots <laughs> a dumb little chicken yeah. oh, pea brain. yeah you had this coming <laughs> yeah i'll have i'll have two chickens together with a bit of cheese and bacon in the middle <laughs> right. i don't care yeah. Right. but yeah I, I had that same thing where i was like i'm eating the coat of arms. Yeah. I'm eating a proper animal. <laughs> are we yeah. the only like country? If I eat an eagle. <laughs> yeah. are, are we the only country that do that? That eat our coat of arms because we do eat holy emu shit, as well. That is crazy. Because yeah, probably be. Americans wouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, you guys are a bit more patriotic, I think, than us. You, like you literally, I mean, a lot more is what I should say. Well, there are there are many Americans who are obsessed with that idea. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that they're necessarily patriotic, but they like well, to say that they are. For I don't sure. think of, of of all Australians, even the ones that would be like Australia, the best place in the world. I think that would be the first people to eat kangaroo. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, from what I've gathered, there's almost a hatred of them here, where it's like they are they are pests, like they're ants or something that have gotten into your home. Of, of- yeah, of kangaroos. Yeah. Oh, like I thought you were talking about Americans. No, no, no. Well, that goes without saying. That, that's what happened during the World Comedy Tour. I think that's why I got so drunk. That was back in George Bush days where ever, like, just having an American yeah. accent was like, here's where I'm going to unload on you. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I'm not one of those people. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. vote for that guy. But on the coat of arms thing, it, you're saying America, you know, you don't. It, it can't be far off. Some one of the takeout joints bringing out eagle nuggets or something. I, I can't imagine that ever happening. No, really? I can't imagine that ever because happening. Because they're not no. vermin. Like kangaroos are technically vermin because there's so many of them. But eagles are endangered. Oh, okay. Not yeah. anymore. Oh, really? They were. Bald eagles were endangered. Now oh, let's like, tuck in. They're okay. fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's go to KFE. <laughs> um, they, uh, you have to understand that in America, in the last presidential election, a an issue that gained traction for uh, for a couple weeks was <laughs> whether or not you wear a flag lapel pin. Right. Because like everybody after nine eleven, everybody started wearing those lapel pins. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't have you didn't have to before. It's like why we're all in America. Why do we need to <laughs> they, wear they ward off planes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's good juju to wear <laughs> to wear a flag pin. But so then everybody just kept on doing it to the point where when Obama was running for president, he wasn't he wasn't always wearing a flag pin. And so people were trying to make that a thing on Fox News and everything. Like, why doesn't he wear a flag pin? Right. Like, that's fucking crazy that that's actually going to be a thing. And it was for a, a couple weeks. But then it came out that he likes tiny wings and everyone went, he's great. Exactly. <laughs> he's really good at it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you... um Five good slides in a row. <laughs> <laughs> he would be... Uh, he, his nest would be huge. He'd have the fucking most powerful nest. Um, he made it to Island 8 before sunup. <laughs> um... Our uh, uh, previous guest on the show, Bart Freeburn, has been starting his comedy festival show by plugging his iPod into the speakers in his room and having the music from Tiny Wings as his front of house music. <laughs> oh, people, really? As people walk in. Because if you, I don't think you, you haven't played it, have you? Kyle? No, I haven't. It's really cheery, really kind of yeah. like soothing I'm music. I'm still running my comedy festival show. I do not need that sort of thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you were telling us earlier that you've uh, you also uh, you performed on a sketch show in the UK. You went over there. I did. It was for American television, it was based right. on a British sketch show called The Sketch Show. Yes. Um, and which had uh, one year of success and one year of failure. <laughs> um, 
And uh, so uh, Kelsey Grammer's company oh, yeah, bought the yeah. rights to it. That's right. And it became Kelsey Grammer Presents the Sketch Show. And so they hired me and a couple other American actors. And then one guy from the original, Lee Mack, from the original oh, yep, British yep. Sketch Show, um, to redo these sketches. And for some reason, I, this is like the thing that I don't understand about show business. For some reason, it was cheaper for us to do it in London than it was to do it in America. I still don't see how that's possible. Right. How is that possible? The, just the cost of putting us up alone, yeah. flying us over there and putting us up, yeah. just, for two months seems impossible. But yeah. So we did it there. But the weird thing about doing it there was that we had a British crew um, that was used to representing America for British people but now they were still in that mode of representing, uh, trying to represent America to somebody, but now it's too American. So, yeah. like, we, we would do a scene in a restaurant, like a diner kind of place, and there would be American flags all over the place and a little <laughs> bust of George Washington. Like, what place would this, what restaurant would this be? Where it's like, like, they're so used to, like, telling people, this is America, remember? Yeah. This is where this is where this is set. Yeah, like, every character's wearing yeah. a cowboy hat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly. So that's your version of having a sitcom go down under. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You don't have the corks hanging from the hat. Yeah. You've, got George, you've got George Washington in the middle of your soup. Right. <laughs> it was so insane. And the clothes that we wore, um, it, was, it, was, it was hard to figure out, well, is this the stuff that's in that's sort of in style here right now because there is a lag, you know, and, and some, sometimes, you know, uh, uh, the U.S. is ahead or sometimes the U.K. is ahead of, of you know, what shirts look like, you know. Yeah, right. So we were thinking, well, is this, is this what's trendy here now or is this, is this what you think we dress like? Because yeah. <laughs> like, this shirt looks weird. Yeah. So was it like, you know how Americans dress like yeah. assholes? Just, just 14 American flag yeah. pins on either side of your jacket just covered in them. It was, it was, and then, you know, things like, you know, we shot, things in the rain, like a sketch that took place on the beach and it started raining and everybody just kept on filming. It's like in America, this would stop because of, uh, because of the rain. Yeah, but it's yeah. Britain. Like, it's Britain. It yeah. never stops yeah, raining. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and so how, how long did the show last for? The, the Oh, let's see. We shot, uh, we shot six of those. I think two aired. And then, <laughs> oh, uh, and then that right. was it. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, it was quite an experience because we had to do, we had to do these sketches the way they did them originally and and we were we were directed to do them like the original inflection you know of the actors and it's like this is right, why did really? you bother having auditions and hiring people why don't you just tell like that weird um scene for scene remake of psycho yes. like why bother exactly yeah right. exactly yeah yeah it was really weird it was a weird weird experience but it took place uh it took place to place in London for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, our listeners may be familiar with this, Paul. You're, um, you're, you're, you're probably the, I'd say, the most experienced podcaster that we've had as a guest on the show. You have, <laughs> is that uh, so? Well, I'd say so. I mean, pod, pod, like, you it know, seems like we all have them now. That, well, that's yeah. it. But this is, yeah. it's, ju I think it's just kind of catching on here. I think it's like mm -hmm. maybe a year or so behind the states where mm -hmm. the boom happened, kind of a bit, a bit earlier in the U.S. I guess I would say, yeah. Once it once it started, it picked up really quickly. Yeah, it's the same. It's kind of the same thing here in the last, in yeah. the last, I guess, little while. Uh, but you, for people that don't know, you, uh, you have your own podcast, it's the true. the Pod F Tomcast, that which comes out once a month. And uh, has a lot of very very high production values. <laughs> makes kind of makes every other podcast look like a disorganized disgrace. Because <laughs> that's the thing about it is it's so easy to do. Everyone yes. goes, oh, I just get some mics and USB mics and we're good to go. Yeah. Um, and the thing that drag some international comic from after his show and drag <laughs> yeah. into yeah. Port yeah. Melbourne and yeah, uh, get him some Maccas on the way. Yeah. Oh, but look, <laughs> this is a nice setup that you guys have here. This is some professional grade stuff. We didn't build the studio. No, you didn't. But, but you're, you're in it. <laughs> that's the important thing. Yeah. We'll we'll snuck in. Yeah. Uh, well, what's amazing to me is like when I, the sound was very important to me when I started doing it because I listened to a lot of podcasts and mm -hmm. I really enjoy it. But when you get a bad one where the where the where the quality is the quality of the sound is so bad, yes, it's frustrating. It's yes. very frustrating yes. to listen to. So um, I asked people like who who did the who did good ones. What kind of equipment do you use? It's just that simple, <laughs> and it's really not expensive. You no, know, no. like I got a, I got a little. Mixing board for for like just doing the uh, there's a, a phone call segment that I do where I talk to a, a, another comedian friend of mine and um, I so 
to make the phone calls good, uh, I got a little mixing board and a microphone and all that, and it's like extraordinarily cheap. And like that's all you. If you're just doing a conversational podcast, that's all you need. Yeah, but and even if still, even if you don't get that, pretty much every town has a community radio station or something that you can. Yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but if but if you stuff. if you really want to do it yourself, yeah. You can't do that thing where like everybody crowds around the laptop and talks into it. Like you, you know, <laughs> you can get a couple of microphones. It's not yeah. cost prohibitive. Yeah, you can't record it on photo booth. Yeah. That's probably not the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're all on a roller coaster. This week we're in gay Paris. <laughs> I'm just impressed with uh, with your. I'm 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 quite a fan of your podcast. I'm oh, I'm thank you. I'm impressed that you managed to do uh, the number of episodes you you've done without having to talk about your partner at length because that's on this show if Carl and I did not have girlfriends each episode would go for three minutes and it would be strictly food there would be right. no there'd be not much else in the show right. well that's the only person I see all day so <laughs> although you haven't yet though we haven't no, yet. Haven't, yeah, haven't. We haven't. yeah. Well, we've had we've had. There so is much. extra food talk there's, though. There's because yeah, we yeah, did talk, oh, we yeah. did arrive yeah. with food. If we hadn't had that Macca's run on the way in here, then we would have been in grave danger. I'm ready for more, by the way. More Just Mac- so you know, that oh, was really? not enough. Really, I should have gotten the double quarter pound. Right. <laughs> we can go McFlurry on the way home. Ah, we got to go. Past, we go back past it. Yeah. We can go KFC on the way home. Oh God, that made me double down. That made me preemptively sick. Well, I wanted to um on the girlfriend. Thing. Sure. I want to, I want to bring this up. On the up. girlfriend I was, tip. I, on the girlfriend tip. I was, uh, I w- was out uh, at the festival the other night mm-hmm. and my girlfriend uh, came along for sort of the first time and, and she, we, we, we've only been together six months so she hasn't, oh. she hasn't been with me whilst, uh, you know, doing a comedy festival sure. yet so it's all kind of new to her. And is it arrogant to introduce her to people as the Michelle to my Barack Obama? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that a wrong thing to do? Because that, that was my favourite thing. But I bumped into a friend of mine. Wait, wait, you say what? it's your favourite thing. How many times did you do this? About, about four. <laughs> wow. That's, about four. That's a good amount of time. Which is arguably four times too many. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm very much a person, once I get onto a personal joke that I enjoy, I yeah. just, I just it, it, beat it, the shit it out It only of takes it. you four times for someone to not laugh for you to stop it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I would say it takes about 16 sometimes. <laughs> if I'm particularly fond of it, I'll keep it going. Do right. people enjoy this? When people do enjoy it. it. They do enjoy people it. People do enjoy it. I don't know how much my girlfriend enjoys it, and she's possibly the most important critic of it. <laughs> Here's I, I, I want to throw out a suggestion, Please. and you can take or leave it. Please. Do it again, <laughs> and I say you do it three times, then the fourth time you introduce her as the Barack to your Michelle. <laughs> ah, I see. I like it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get her a flag lapel pin, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, you should be doing that anyway. <laughs> I mean, if you're serious about this young lady. How's that song go? If you like it, then you should have put a flag lapel yeah, pin on it. That's exactly how yeah, it goes. Yeah. Uh, but um, I, I, I don't know. I'm fascinated. I'm interested in this. I bumped into, we, we bumped into a friend of mine who had not met my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. I introduced them. And then the friend of mine said to us, You guys look like you could be brother and sister. Oh. Is that something you can say to a couple? Is that that's a weird thing to say? It's something you could, but it's something you should not. Say to a <laughs> yes, yes. But I had, I had, a, I knew a married couple that um, I I worked with this woman at a TV show, and then I met her husband um, after a, a few weeks of working there, and he's a really nice guy, and we were all hanging out. It was after the show, and we were um, you know having a few drinks and everything, and I was just like chatting with them, and I don't know, I can't remember how this came up. But she asked me very earnestly, do we look like brother and sister? <laughs> and they did. Oh, okay. But I, 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 I think I laughed and I said, no, you do not. But they really did. Okay. That, but that's different if she's solicited it, if she's asked yes, you. Yes, yeah. No, people should never offer that. Yeah. People yeah. should never offer that's that. That's so weird because not only do they recognize that they look alike, they've gotten married, so they've, they've then bestowed their family name. Onto the woman. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to remove all doubt. Yeah. You now have the same last name as my sister. What I'm wondering is um, when did they realize that they looked like brother and sister? Was it yeah. was it an unconscious thing that brought them together? Or was it a thing that they, they saw early on like, uh, that's a bummer. I'm in love with you, but we do look like we're related. Yeah. We got to just go do this anyway. Yeah. And just live with it. Or is it something that years into their marriage, all of a sudden, like, wait, what happened? Why do we look like each other? Yeah. Yeah. I think, by the way, how can you tell if you've got Tim Tam poisoning? 
because oh. I've been eating them yes. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, yeah uh, they're rich. They they're are, really rich. They mm. are great. Have you been going? Because there's there's so many varieties. Oh, I'm trying all the varieties. Okay. <laughs> How come you can't stop eating them? Is the is the question that I have? That's, or that's, what is the way to stop eating them? That's um death. Is okay, the way. because yeah. I will start. I'll start the package, and mm-hmm. I'll eat like a handful of them, and then I will put them back in the fridge because they're nice cold. And um, and then uh, like an hour later, I I just crumble. I think like I'm going to eat the rest of that package. I think you'll you'll stop eating them once you stop menstruating because that's. <laughs> That's, oh, that's generally how that works. That's <laughs> Is that the real reason you're getting your wife to come over here, just so it's one other person that you can split the we're packet of Tim? You'll, you'll instantly be eating <laughs> exactly. half as many Tim Tans. Oh, yeah. because we're on the same menstrual cycle. Yeah. <laughs> We've synced up since we got married, yeah. <laughs> she will probably take, seriously take care of that problem for you. No, she will. I'm sure yeah. that she will. Yeah. Although she might, she's weird with stuff like that, and she might try them saying, I don't see what's so great about these. That has yeah. never once happened in no. the history of anything. Yeah. Never. Never. Not, not to play into the cliche too much, but not women with Tim Tams. I, yeah, I think, true. I think that's cool. I feel like, okay, Carl, I feel like yeah. I'm getting your very subtle uh, uh, in, indication that this is a woman's snack. <laughs> <laughs> and it's somehow effeminate of no, me to be eating no. so many Tim Tams. No, no, that's they had this. Uh, they had this quote. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> No, that's fine. You go on, dear. You enjoy your your little treat. Um, they had this quite uh, well known ad for a little while. Where uh, what was the ad? Yeah, it was a, a the genie woman. One? Yeah, woman finds a magic lamp, mm. and this this buff genie comes out, <laughs> and the woman wishes for a a never ending packet of Tim Tams. And then it was. What was the end of it? Was that was that, that was just it? Was there some kind of the gene like the... take his turban off and throw it on the sand? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about it was that the um, the genie was then uh, that guy was then in a in a sort of hip hop group, a rap group that kind of became quite oh, big. It was Will Smith, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was MC Scat Cat. It was, a, it was one of those. One. It was one of those genie cats that's able to pick <laughs> sure. locks and. Uh, Skits is out when it sees oh, another cat. It was, it, was actually, yeah. it was actually Captain Steubing blacked up <laughs> before he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Well, um, but I, yeah, he I, was... I assume so. <laughs> Who knows? He was in a hip hop group trying to be all kind of, you know, I'm in a hip hop group, and it was. I think he found it very hard to shake the image of being the genie from the Tim Tams ad. <laughs> well, I think it was I one of those innov- innovative ads where something really, really great got offered to the girls mm-hmm. or Tim Tams. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. it. And then they chose the Tim Tams. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to go the other way. No. Yeah. Not down here. No. <laughs> not down here. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry, Bob. What no. other, have you tried Vegemite? I have not tried Vegemite. I think Vegemite... The name puts me off, I'll be <laughs> honest with you. It sounds disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Well, my grandma came up with the name, so... Oh, oh yeah. This is... You guys look alike. <laughs> he Did looks I, like Vegemite. <laughs> That's weird. I think um, I think Vegemite is a classic thing that I, I I think you know I don't think you never hear of uh, people coming from overseas and enjoying Vegemite. No, it's only people who've from Australia who've grown up with it, and we know it's not going to happen because that's always the question. Oh, have you? <laughs> you should have some Vegemite. It's like a prank. Like yeah. they, they, we know the answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And what is it, what is it exactly? It's a spread, right? It's a spread. What's it? What's it? It's yeast extract. I stay isn't away it? from it. Yeah, I don't. I don't really I don't like even it. Know. I don't really like it. My my. So my uh, great grandpa kind of invented it, and my grandma came up with a name. And but that was, this is for real. This is for real. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah yeah. Um, and I I don't particularly like it. And my dad eats a bit of it, but I have a sneaking suspicion that he doesn't really enjoy it that much. But like I, have I think he kind of family. but yeah. grudgingly puts it on his toast every morning. Wow. Um, it's like I, Mike, Mike Nesmith would, I would still it? drink liquid paper. He still drinks it. Yeah. That's right. Even though he doesn't like it. <laughs> Even though it poisons him. He doesn't him. like the taste of it. And it does poison him. Can you remember, have I talked about this on the show before? No, you haven't. I'm going to repeat myself. Because dad, um, so basically uh, someone in the family uh, many years ago kind of sold the rights off. And then dad got in touch with oh, the company. Oh, so you are not the heir to the no, Vegemite no, fortune. Vegemite. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I did see a look in your eyes going, maybe I should. Oh, absolutely. Uh, maybe I should uh, get I had Australian bill. dollar signs <laughs> in my eyes. <laughs> Uh, my dad called up the company uh, a few years ago and got to go on a little tour of the factory. And then he. I'm oh, so sorry. <laughs> he called up the company.
COVID a couple of years ago, I like to tell them, I'm still eating this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even like it. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes in there, and then he came back, and they'd given him a show bag of little Vegemite goodies, and he had like a little, a little polar fleece jacket and a little matchbox Vegemite truck that he still just has sitting up in his... Did he get to? That's kind get, of fantastic. Did he get yeah. to take the boat down the the Vegemite River <laughs> inside the factory? Yeah, the little, the little, uh, the little midgets uh, yeah. that make the Vegemite. Yeah, yeah, in that house near you. Yeah. yeah. Now I hope this. I hope this does not sound uh, insulting or offensive, but it sounds like your dad uh, is a weakling who just does what his family tells him to do. <laughs> dad, go go photocopy these Mad Magazine folders. <laughs> Keep eating Vegemite, even though we don't make a penny from it. Yeah, that's that's. I've never thought about it that way, but that's that's. I guess that's one way of looking He's at it. He's just a sniveling, spineless worm. <laughs> Is that? Did I go too far? Um, I don't think you went far enough. All right. No, no, not at all. That's yeah, that's maybe that's fair. Maybe that's fair. Maybe that's maybe that's fair. Maybe that's know. fair. Who knows? I don't know. He doesn't listen to the show. That's so for history to decide. Yeah, he doesn't listen to the show. No, Has he, he ever listened to it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that he, he knows told me it. last night. I saw him last night. And he told me he hadn't. He said, "Well done on the show." I don't listen to it, but <laughs> yeah. we made a point. Yeah. I think the fact Parents that he has to get podcasts, that he has to get onto the computer and push two yes, buttons, exactly, I think, is too much exactly. of it. And it's, it, you would find this. Oh, with, you know what he said? He, what he said to me? He said, "Oh, yeah, I don't listen to the show. I'm not one of those guys that walks around with hearing aids." And I was like, <laughs> "What does he? Oh, iPod, iPod. That's what he means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the musical hearing aids." <laughs> but he, that, that was telling me he was listening to some music at his desk the other day, and he had it coming out of the computer, like he just had it coming out of the speakers. Mm-hmm. He goes, yeah, because I'm not one of those annoying people that sit in their desk with their headphones in, being really rude, blocking everyone else. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're that asshole that blasts music out of his yeah. computer, annoying everyone else around you, thus <laughs> making it necessary. all over the keys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thus making it necessary for other people to wear headphones to block you out. Yeah. What they probably does... just got those Sennheiser noise-cancelling headphones with nothing playing through it, just <laughs> oh, noise. I went to the library yesterday, and there was one of those guys, he had headphones on, but they clearly weren't plugged in, and he had music blaring out so loud in the library, oh. and I sat there for five minutes making eye contact with everyone in the library, and we were all like, "Are we gonna? am I the guy that goes and tells him, or what? Yeah. And it just went on and on for five minutes, and meanwhile there was this Bollywood music just... <laughs> <laughs> all through the library. I did do that on a train one time. It was a, it was a, like an overnight train trip, and um, this guy did not have the 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 earphone the headphone jack plugged in all the way yep. into his laptop, and he's watching he's watching some karate movie, <laughs> and it's, it was like it was like a cartoon. It was so loud and just uh, you know crazy noises and everything, and he was dead asleep. Um, so I had to, I was the one to go over and say, your thing is not plugged in all the way. Or no, he wasn't asleep. He was, he was getting enough noise. I'm sure in his mind, he was like, why isn't this louder? Yeah, yeah, Why yeah. am I not, why am I not hearing this as well as I should? It's always hard when you've got to be the guy to go to sort of, you know, pull someone up on something. I've come to enjoy it actually. Really? Yeah. Ah, I yeah, like I'm, I'm still. I'm getting stuff done. I'm still very, I'm too insecure. I just, I oh, can't look at do that. Look at the father that raised me. <laughs> What was it? My sniveling, sniveling worm. father. Sniveling spineless worm of a father. That's a good Aww. name for a festival show. My sniveling spineless <laughs> worm of a father. Uh, I'm hating. Obviously, we've got like a, a landlord or whatever in, in, where I live and, and we're, we're getting notes in the mailbox and stuff complaining about what we do at the moment. And there's like this old busybody that just what? keeps complaining about what, us. What are you doing? Like Nothing. Like I got a really so, nothing. Yeah. You sound a little bit defensive. Yeah. No, well, we had complaints about leaving the washing in the washing machine and stuff, and I don't do that. And 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 hanging washing on the rails and stuff of the balcony, and I don't do that. And they just and she's made up these fake lawyers' letters. Have I already talked about this? No, no. She made up a like she photocopied some lawyer letter. Oh no! And then put it in my mailbox, like as if lawyers had sent this letter to right, me to right, complain right. about. T-shirts being hung over the railings of a balcony. <laughs> that was coming from a lawyer, except, like, <laughs> it was all typed up and everything, but then she'd put in the mailbox, and because she clearly doesn't know what my name is, she's just gone, Unit 17 in classic 70-year-old woman script. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Like I'm somebody like, at the re- law office did that and yeah. then hustled it over there personally. Yeah, I'm like, I know that handwriting. I've been, <laughs> I've been given birthday cards for years from my grandma. I right. know who's sending that sort of stuff to me. So, yeah, I just want to find out 
which unit she lives in now, just so I can photocopy some fake complaint letters to Wait, her. Are you or... saying your grandmother's behind this? No, <laughs> no, but they all, I don't want to sound racist, <laughs> but they all write the same, don't they? When you get to a certain age. <laughs> they do, they do. Yeah. Look, some stereotypes are true. Yeah. <laughs> You're the anti my dad. You're standing up for yourself. My dad would just take it. My dad would just burn all his t-shirts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so there's no chance of him ever leaving anything on the line. He'd no. find out where she lived and then send a letter of apology. <laughs> <laughs> he does for a tour of her house. With, <laughs> I, I did that very stupid thing where I got so mad, I threw it all in the bin straight away and went, Argh! Oh, yeah. And then, and, yeah. and then my girlfriend went, so what's the details and what should we be saying in response? I don't know. I don't have any of the letters anymore. I angrily screwed it up and threw it out. I burned it to send a message to any other letters that might be yeah, showing up in our letters. Exactly. I'm, I'm sure she will feel that in her water, How <laughs> what I've done. Maybe um, maybe she was contacting you to complain about me putting her onto tiny wings. Maybe that's what was oh, going on. Oh, maybe so. Yeah. That didn't happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll never know for sure. That's yeah. what's called a block. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I felt a cord for it. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> Some awesome no improv. <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> uh, it's great to be here at the beach. We're not at the beach. <laughs> We're in a building. The worst, the worst improviser There's ever. It's a theatre. <laughs> these people are watching us. So don't lie. Don't doing? lie to these people. They paid money to get in here. <laughs> I'm just annoyed that this week they didn't leave the football on. Last week they had the football on in the studio. Yeah. Now it. is that the footy? The footy. The footy. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, you got to go the footy. Got to go. I would like to go actually. We should all go. It's <laughs> become an outing. Bring your wife. We'll bring our girlfriends. You know, <laughs> triple date at the yeah, party. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, and people will think we're a family. Oh, look, those three <laughs> brothers and three sisters yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Make a Wish Foundation. Guys, that brings us to the end of the program for another week. The time has just flown by. Uh, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for if having. If you me. want to see Paul at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, he is on at eight thirty. Yes, Tuesday through Saturday. Tuesday through Saturday. 7.30 Sundays. Sundays until April the 17th. 17th. Through April the 17th. Through April the 17th. Yes. Uh, Myself and Carl have shows. I'm on until April the 10th. Carl, you start on the... April 12th. April 12th. On the Tuesday, I'm at the Forum Theatre. My show's name is... Carl Chandler jokes in 140 characters at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. Very modern. Yeah. Buck Wilder. It's on at 7.40 until yeah, the 10th. We've also got a live episode uh, of the Little Dum Dum Club coming up on that Sunday. Who's your special guest? Can you say? We No, we can't. Because you don't have a book yet? Yes. <laughs> Maybe. But by the time people are hearing this, we will have. So sure. So we better give it a time. Is it 3 o'clock? 3 o'clock on the Sunday afternoon? 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon, April the 10th at Soft Belly Bar. Free entry, come down. 367 Little Burke Street. Yep. And uh, it'll be great. We'll have a bunch of different guests and we're going to muck around and it's going to so, be And bring, bring in your team Allsop, team Chandler. Paraphernalia. Please do. I would love that so much. Uh, folks, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much to Paul F. Tompkins for being in the Little Dum Dum Club. Thank you, John. We are etching your name onto the board Ooh, as we speak. Look at that. Craftsmanship. <laughs> we'll see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate. The clouds are rolled away. Mm. What can I say?